Hey there, it's Erica and Steph, and this is Sit Back and Listen. We're so excited to catch up with you. So grab a glass and join us for Girls Night. It's Wind Down Wednesday. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I have a very important announcement to make (laughs) because tonight, Erica and I have a guest. Yes! A world traveler, penthouse resident, food connoisseur, international (laughs) model, finance student turned public health researcher, my Asian brother from another mother, dancing queen, Will You! Yay! So many titles. (laughs) I'm overwhelmed. What are you drinking tonight, Will? It's called Sutter Home. I just want to say, like, I didn't actually buy it. It's just, like, ended up in my fridge. I have no idea where it came from, but you just told me, like, literally five minutes before we started the show. Like, I need a glass of wine. Um, to be fair, I gave you a brief <laughs> that you chose to ignore, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I've just been really busy. You know, it's, like, one of those sweets. But, yeah. This is not my choice of wine, but it will do for me. Okay, got it. Erica, how about you? What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Chardonnay. I don't love it. It's a um... <laughs> great night for wine, guys. Why are we all drinking bad wine right now? Oh, well, I love my wine. I don't know. It's one of those weeks. I don't, it's It has an oaky taste, and I don't love it. I also really feel like since like the pandemic started, like all of our choices just like has been like bad, 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 bad. Like, one bad choice is after another. <laughs> I've been flourishing during the pandemic. This has been the best time of my life. But also, I love the wine that I'm drinking. I'm drinking the Il Duca Imperiale peach wine. Like, it tastes like peach, and it's really good. But you're drinking out of, like, an ugly glass. (laughs) So, you know, anyway... Tonight we're going to be talking about London because it was a great time, first of all. And second, it was basically the start of our friendship. As Erica and I have mentioned before, we met during orientation in college but didn't really remember each other. Will and another friend of ours, Shika, are both a year older than us, but we wouldn't have met if not for London, even though we all went to the same college. And it was funny because even like Shika and I, you know, she lived two towns away from me, but we didn't meet each other until we met abroad and exchanged numbers, realizing we have the same area code. So yeah, London brought us all together and gave us friendships that we honestly probably wouldn't have otherwise. So yeah, that's why we're going to talk about it a little bit. All right. Yeah, we're so happy we met you, Will. I was so happy we I met you guys too. Like that was just like, I mean, honestly, like one of the best experiences I had in my life. Like it was just like, you know, so much more than like the boring day today like undergrad life in the Bronx you know like anything outside the Bronx I'll take it basically (laughs) I disagree (laughs) okay all right so what was it that even made you decide to study abroad in the first place I mean on paper in my application it was like all about like learning foreign culture and develop like a more like worldly perspective of human society but in reality, I need, like, credits for core classes. <laughs> Long story short, I mean, you guys already know, but I, like, freshman year, I went to a Purdue University, and then I really only transferred to Fordham in sophomore year. So, like, you know, freshman year, like, you guys are all, like, mm-hmm. taking, like, core classes. I missed out on, like, all of those. So, mm-hmm. like, when I transferred, like, I had to, like, retake all of those things. And then the first year I was at Fordham, I was taking, like, the two theologies, and it just, like, completely shook me to the core. It was, like, so crazy. <laughs> I mean, I went to, like, I probably went to church, like, three times in my entire life. And, like, you are talking about, like, someone 
who went up to the priest. That priest gave me like the Eucharist at like Body of the Christ. I said thanks. So like, <laughs> I literally have no idea what I was getting into, and you know, I still needed classes like history and literature and all that jazz. And then I was like, you know, yeah. why not just like. Do that, and at the same time have fun, and you know. So that was really like my core motivation. But yeah, yeah. this is like my first time, like really coming clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I luckily for you, I don't think Fordham will come for you. <laughs> I oh, I, I I don't think so either. We'll see. What was your first impression when you met us? Because I think you were actually not part of the business. Study abroad program, but you know how we met. We met at um, trivia night. Do you remember that at the Greyhound Pub? I was probably drunk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> so you don't remember how we met? Period. No. So what was your first impression of us? When do you remember meeting us? I think in theater class. Oh yeah. I forgot like what that class was about, but it was theater. Really long class. <laughs> And uh, we were sitting in a circle and you were like basically like sitting directly in front of me. And I don't know. I just remember like staring at you. And because I was bored. Okay. Wait, me or Erica? I think I was just like staring at everybody. Really? Because it was just really boring. Come on. Like, how do you talk about theater for four hours? Um, I could easily do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, no, not for me. I do remember that class being super intimate, though. Yeah. I mean, out of all the classes, I think that was the one where he made us interact with each other the most. That was my favorite class that we took at study abroad. Oh, yeah. But you know what my first impression of you was? Um, was in theater class, we got paired up as partners randomly. Do you remember? Oh, my God. I loved it. That was so fun, that group project. Our professor had sent me an email that said, um, Stephanie Espejo, will you? And I was like, <laughs> like I thought he was talking to me. Like I didn't know that there was a guy in my class named Will You. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, that little group project was so fun. Honestly, I would just like peeking back like off you like the whole time like I feel like I barely did anything so I mean I mean thank god she was like a theater connoisseur and I was just like okay whatever you want to do I'll do it yeah stuff like carried I feel like do you remember <laughs> our professor telling me to stop like yeah. in the nicest way I was in the middle of talking about how oh Les Mis is the best musical because xyz and he goes okay Stephanie that, that's very nice I know he was like you you are talking for a lot we get it yeah <laughs> But what was one of your best memories in London? Honestly, like our time in London, that was actually like, a, I don't want to be corny, but like it was actually like a pretty emotional time for me. Because I mean, like that was, you know, like probably like two years after like I came out of the closet, mm -hmm. you know, like really, you know, trying everything about like dating life. And also like the year before I actually like I was also in London. And like that time, long story short, it was like, you know, sort of like fell in love with a boy, thought we were going to have like some kind of like romantic, like New Year's Eve situation and got like stood up and, you know, like got like really upset, even though, you know, it's just like, what's going to happen? I lived in New York, he lived in London, yeah. like what's mm. going to happen? You know, I was really just there as like a tourist so um you know just like unrealistic expectations sort of like led me back to london again i think like partially 
I was like seeking for some closure, but at the same time, like validation, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I eventually got. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, like it was just, it was a really treacherous, like growing experience almost. But like, I think like that time really taught me the importance of like self loving, you know, like you gotta take yeah. care of yourself. But in addition to that, I think, you know, also falling in love with um, my policeman boyfriend, yeah. Steve. <laughs> I remember. I I remember us going to Shake Shack and you being like, guys, I have a boyfriend and he's a cop. And we were like, what? <laughs> like only Will. I mean, honestly, I was just like, oh, it's a cop. It's so hot. Yeah. I mean, I really, really liked Steve. I still really like him. You know, it's like, you know, like obviously like that relationship didn't work out because of like the distance mm-hmm. as well. But we were still, you know, in like a really good relationship, you know, like. That's good. Yeah. I mean, definitely like no regrets. And, you know, that was like a really good experience experience i think you know like i mm-hmm. made a friend like a lifelong friend yeah. in london who also like taught me a lot and you know just like the growing experience i think like that was definitely like one of the best memory and takeaway that's so great but erica do you have a favorite memory of London, I honestly think it was such a journey similar to Will of like self-love. And for me, I had grown up so conservative throughout high school and in college. It was such a new experience, like living with other girls and then going abroad mm-hmm. to a different country and just having access to everything and no limits or guardrails. And so I was starting to learn how to not just love myself but also hold myself accountable to like my own person and not have Mm -hmm. not always lean on my parents to give me direction on what was right or wrong it was really me learning how to figure that out by myself and it was actually a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be because having access to everything when you typically have so many boundaries is hard to navigate and so especially when you're somewhere where like I was like not even 20 yet I had like no self-confidence I was living with a whole bunch of strangers Mm -hmm. it was totally totally different and so I definitely needed to go through all those experiences in order for me to learn how to value myself what to look for in real friendships versus like friendships that are just there to like have fun and be there for the moment Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I guess like in hindsight you did really well I mean, like, we definitely, you know, made some, like, lifelong friendships Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, definitely experienced, like, a lot together. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, like, part of the journey and you gotta see it to know it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, one thing London was great for was building independence and growth and all that stuff. But another thing (laughs) that happened that I will never forget is, well, were you there that night that we were brought to... I think low shirt. William low shirts. Okay, memory. I had I was one of his like scholarship recipients for four years throughout Fordham. Yes. Yeah, and she made quite an impression. I mean, I don't think he saw this, but we were no. invited to his house. Yeah. And then we're standing around, like, you know, it's just like a social event. And then Erica turns over to me and she's like, hey, do you like smell something burning? And I look and her hair is on <laughs> fire. Like, <laughs> this man had standing candles. Oh my God. she just leaned back into it. And we very quickly had to like pat it out <laughs> before everyone could see. So definitely won't forget that. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> so you didn't end up actually like pouring water on it? No. Definitely wish we did. Oh my goodness. Uh, your hair smelled for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> 
It smelled like burnt hair for a long time. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> but, so, London is also known to not have the greatest food ever. I never particularly found anything that I loved. I like the fish and chips, but did you find anything that you really like? Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you. Like, London doesn't really have, like, the greatest food. But at the same time, I just want to say that, like, we were also poor. So I'm sure, yeah. like, there were, like, really good food we just couldn't afford to eat. But... Yeah. With, like, the resources I had. I mean, like, I had, I had always been, like, a foodie, you know? It's, like, what London was, like, really lacking for me was, like, kind of, like, good Chinese food, you know what I mean? Kind of, like, a late-night dumplings or, like, a noodle soup kind of thing, which, like, you have, like, easy access to, like... Did you have walk-to-walk? Okay, that's, like, white girl Chinese food. <laughs> like, we're not going to talk about that. Like, that's embarrassing. I was going to say, I think that's my favorite. <laughs> I can't even believe you just brought that up. How that dare you? I was so excited, like, that. If you went to London with us, please comment on this episode and let Will know that you agree with me. That that is so untrue. If you, if anyone say that, I am I just have to disagree with you. I'm so sorry. Okay, but walk to walk was more of like it wasn't for the quality of the food. It was more of just like a hangout place to go after a night out. Yeah, no, there are other choices, and that's just like one of your poor choices. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, come on. You introduced me to Chinatown, actually. I don't know if you went before, Erica, but Will brought us to Chinatown, and it was, like, I think a Mm five-pound meal for, like, a lot of different, like, katsu stuff, and that was delicious. Oh, yeah, that's, like, a katsu restaurant. Like, I actually found that place randomly, because I was just like, okay, cheap eats. Like, how can I get, like, the most amount of food with, like, the least amount of money? And I would just say, I kind of, like, stumbled upon it by accident. Yeah, like, that place was great. But, I mean, I think, like, for, like, signature London food, I actually had, like, one of my favorite things. It's called, like, a Cornish pasty. I never had one. It kind of looks like an empanada, Mm -hmm. but instead of, like, kind of like a fried dough it's kind of like a kind of like a short crust dough Hmm. you know just like a butter dough and then like they bake it and like the i think like the most classic one has like steak and potato and leek in it and it's usually kind of like a on-the-go kind of food and like i found like this like really good place in the waterloo train station really yeah like i really loved going there to get their like cornish pasties i mean of course like they have kind of like a cornwall like cornish pasty baking shop whatever Mm -hmm. in like all train station Mm -hmm. but i personally just found like the one at waterloo has like the best cornish pasties which i really love and another thing i think like we actually went there once together it's like this place in brixton remember we got pizza and then we got like the boozy milkshake and then we had it in in that little like square on the grass um that was also like one of my favorite things because it's like a really delicious like sourdough pizza and I just love having that with my bourbon peanut butter milkshake. Yeah, oh, so good. those milkshakes were so good. Oh my goodness, I remember that day. It was such a beautiful day. It was like towards the end of the semester. It was our last day of class. Our last day of class. And that was also the time when we had like the tube striking. We had to take the bus, didn't we? We had to take the bus all the way there. And Erica fell asleep and I took some like ugly <laughs> Between Will and Steph. Yes. 
the pictures we have of Erica. Literally the worst pictures of me sleeping ever to exist in this world that will haunt me till the day I die, I swear. You are just like such a hilarious sleeper. Oh my goodness. So aside from loving food and loving to take pictures of me sleeping, William, what (laughs) was your best memory of all three of us? Honestly, I really love like just hanging out with you guys daily. Like, I mean, I love going to like Broadway shows with you guys and you know, just like West End shows. Well, West End shows. Yeah. But I also (laughs) love just like hanging out here. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I thought we were still talking about London. Oh, I mean, I'm just like talking about general because like you didn't really specify like has to be London. I mean, I'm just saying like, I really love hanging out with you guys in general. You know, like it's always like pretty chill and like no one. It's like really high maintenance and, you know, we just like, you know, we can go wherever and do wherever. It's nice. Yeah, I love Mm -hmm. that too. So from all your travels, because London is one of the many places that you've traveled to, what would you say is your best memory of your time traveling ever? Well, I mean, I think like traveling, like the definition of traveling just like so broad. I mean, I have lived in like many countries and, you know, I think like a lot of times when we talk about traveling, we talk about kind of like short-term traveling Mm -hmm. so like i mean i think like i'm just gonna pick like short-term traveling kind of like a two weeks and under my favorite one so far was going to costa rica was adam that was just like it was such a beautiful country you know it's like we have probably like 10 days and like the first half it was kind of like adventurous we stayed in this like like a volcano region called like our now and then you know just like we went on a lot of hikes and you know like one day we went on this like 10 hour hike in torrential rain 10 hours 10 hour hike why did you still go uh because that's what we like to do (laughs) it was torrential rain because that's what we like to do you know it's just like just like adventure stuff like really get to see the fun things i mean it's like a 10 hour hike through the jungle you know it was like torrential rain (laughs) there are places like literally you have to like like ford through the stream and like the water is literally like chest high wow (laughs) yeah for 10 hours? Stuff and I are like shook. It was very much like that. And then like we showed up at we showed up <laughs> at the place and everyone had their ring gears and I was being fantage like we showed up in dry fit. Cause my theory my theory was if we wear dry fit, it will dry <laughs> when it gets wet. And of course it didn't get dry. <laughs> it was wet the whole time. And plus, we have to go through, like, chest-high rivers and, like, tumble through, like, mugs. Yeah, like, I literally throw out my sneakers after that because it was disgusting. And this is why Steph and I do not travel with Will, but we... We relive his travels after he returns. Yeah, I mean, honestly, honestly, for me, it's like traveling is all about, you know, like adventure and like, like, you know, being spontaneous. And, you know, it was like two years ago, I came back from like Africa uh, via Istanbul. Has it been two years? Yeah, it's been two years. Wow. Crazy, right? It was actually crazy. So I don't know if you saw like my Insta story, but like I landed at Istanbul and long story short, like the airport didn't have Wi-Fi. Which airport doesn't have 
Wi-Fi. I honestly um, like the Moscow one. Oh yeah. I don't understand, but like the Istanbul airport, like the old airport, also didn't have Wi-Fi, so I couldn't call an Uber. Oh, I'm sorry. That sounds like the biggest first world problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean that's like a first world problem. But I literally got into like a stranger's van and asked them to like <laughs> take me to my couch surfing apartment. And I got into the van, I was like, just in case you're gonna, like, kidnap me and, like, harvest my kidney and buy, like, new TV. You said this? Can I, like, yeah. I was like, can I just please, like, hotspot off your phone? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Which he actually, like, let me do. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, if I could do that, then sure. (laughs) And then I got on his Wi-Fi. I was at the back of the van. I was taking Insta stories. I do remember that, yeah. You do remember that, right? It was, like, five o'clock in the morning. I was in Istanbul in someone's van (laughs) at the back. I was, like, storing myself. Oh my goodness, William. (laughs) And then I left, like, the car plate in the story and I was like if I die like this is how I die that you should like come after this car and then later I found out I actually wrote like the wrong car plate I missed like one number well (laughs) (laughs) those are the types of attention to detail that you cannot miss William but that was also after like a 10 hour flight Well, you couchsurfed a lot, didn't you? Like, after our study abroad months finished, you stayed some extra time and traveled around some more, right? Couchsurfing? But then come next semester, back at Fordham, we were in Erica's apartment in the Bronx, and you'd brought someone that you'd met while couchsurfing at their place, didn't you? Oh, no. Chewy Beer? No. I actually met him. What's his name? Thorbear. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I actually met him by chance in London and he's Norwegian and um, I didn't really plan on visiting Norway when I was in London, but like I just like randomly met this guy and he's like, well, if you ever want to come to Norway, it's your free. And then I was just like, okay, I've never been and I have like a free place to stay. I'll go. And I just ended up going. And then, you know, like it was like one of the funnest trip ever. Like, you know, we went to his like hometown and his like parents like literally like took me out on the fjord fish and then like you get like the norwegian salmon like literally from the water and then like they take it home like they cook and it was just like it was such a fun experience and wait so you didn't actually know him though before that no i literally i went i went to norway in may 2004 14 i probably met him in april oh my goodness wow i mean it went well enough for him to fly all the way over here and visit you in new york and then oh yeah absolutely it was totally fun showing up at erica's apartment there's this man there one day who barely spoke english in a full head-to-toe black jedi looking cloak <laughs> and everyone was just oh yeah remember. hey what's up <laughs> i think that's definitely different though for for men versus women traveling oh for sure yeah i mean which is which is really unfortunate yeah 
Well, do you have any tips for people who are considering traveling? I know it's a little different now with Corona, but. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, it's always about, you know, like, keep an open mind and like, be spontaneous and be adventurous. I think, I think like the definition can be quite different from people to people. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're traveling, it's all about, you know, like getting to know other culture. I think like one of my least favorite thing to do is just like always go to like a restaurant to just like sit down and get a cocktail. Like, I mean, obviously, like I love doing that but i love like to like stumble upon things and you know like i wouldn't just like okay i want to sit like when you're traveling like your mission is not to sit your mission is to see and to experience and i think a lot of people sort of like fall into this trap you know it's like when i'm on vacation like everything has to be luxurious everything has to be quote-unquote comfortable uh i really find sometimes when you are uncomfortable it sort of like gives you like the best experience. Mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, I mean, I, I really think like being spontaneous and just like venture out of your comfort zone. But I mean, obviously, like stay safe, like don't just get into like some stranger's van because it's <laughs> not safe. Yes, please. Yeah, like that was a mistake. Yeah, but 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 yeah, I mean, overall, just, you know, just go. I think like the first thing, just go. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Yeah. Well, thank you, Will, so much for joining us tonight. It was such a pleasure having you. Thank you, everyone listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Sit Back and Listen, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And when it hits Sunday, wish our friend Will a happy birthday. Happy early birthday, Will. Thank you so much. Yes, happy early birthday, Will. I can't believe I'm turning 28 already. Uh, Do you feel old? <gasps> oh, my goodness. Not exactly. Um, cause I really feel like life has gotten better from like a younger age, you know, like you have more flexibility to do things you want. And I feel like, you know, I really love what I'm doing. I'm really excited to see like how I can really nurture whatever I'm doing yeah. into something that is like really great. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited. Yay. Good. And you can always escape to your new home in the Catskills now. Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. When, when like the second wave comes, I'm just going to like farm my own carrots (laughs) great looking forward to it thank you guys again for listening have a great night see you next week bye hold on hold on english boys ah english boys can be quite tame but at the same time they can also be quite exciting the thing about english boys they don't yell because my fiance yells banana